0: What is up guys, Zach and Dan here with the Zach and Dan Talk Shit podcast. First and foremost, Dan, how are you? What's been going on?
1: Yeah, good mate. Uh, Just a little couple of things with marketing and got heaps of content done uh, this week, like video and stuff, which is good, sort of getting my head around where I'm going to go from here. So yeah, all, all good on my end.
0: Cool, man. Uh, Me personally, I've been pretty productive today. I've had a board meeting with my co-investors just talking about next steps, uh, ways to get some money off some rich people, (laughs) essentially to chip into the business. And I've also talked to potentially my first employee. So I've been having a mad day today.
1: Yeah, your first employee, that's big.
0: Yeah, dude, it was pretty cool. So um, it's essentially just a dude I met at the gym. Um, He's a bit of a gym head like yourself. And, um, yeah, he's pretty ambitious. And I thought, you know, like, he's got pretty good values. He's basically just really likes to help people. So I thought, you know, it, it's really in line with Bamboo. So I figured, you know, have a chat and see where his head's at. And he's keen.
1: Yeah, that's massive. What, what would you get him to do?
0: Um, so we spoke about that, actually. And it was a bit like... I need an extra person to do what I'm doing. So essentially the exact same thing as me, um, just th- figuring out ways to connect with people, pumping out content, just speaking to people. Um, but yeah, like it was pretty cool. Like he was like t- telling me about how he likes to help people and I was like, sweet. And then he's like, you know, I don't know how to build a business. So I was like, sweet, neither do I really, but we're just winging it, which is essentially what you'll be doing. And so he was he was so excited. Hey,
1: Yeah, all right. How are you going to afford to pay to him?
0: Um, so we spoke about that, and I said I wasn't going to pay him, um, and he was like, "Oh, cool! As long as I'm learning." Yeah. And I told him not—I told him not to be a dickhead, and I'd pay him. But um, I thought that was pretty cute. Um, but yeah, like with investor money, we'll be able to figure out a way to get him enough to, you know, survive and learn and build a business. And yeah. you know, obviously, as we grow, his income will grow too. Yeah. yeah, that's that's pretty exciting.
1: Yeah, sure. So he's just happy to jump on board and just be there with it.
0: Yeah, dude. So he's like 19, almost 20, I think, or maybe 20, turning 21. And he wants to, you know, start his own business eventually. Uh, But he's not sure where. So I thought, you know, why not learn with me? Um, Chances are, you know, we'll build something special and you can go and do your own thing after that.
1: Yeah, 100%. That's actually huge. What do you do for work now? Is he going to be like doing like odd jobs to get by or?
0: Yeah, so he'll probably work for me a couple of days a week. And then he works at the gym. He's a receptionist sort of thing at a gym. and. He's a PT and he does bodybuilding and stuff too. So he's a pretty big dude, but really, really good talker. Yeah, well, so I I really like that.
1: Yeah, perfect. Because he would would he be what on a scale of one to ten as far as entrepreneur?
0: Um, oh dude. Honestly, it's a bit hard to say. Um, I'd probably say like a six or a seven, essentially, because he wants to build a business but he doesn't know what. Yeah. Whereas a lot, you know, I think entrepreneurs 10 out of 10 entrepreneurs are going to be like, you know, I'm going to build a business and this is what I'm doing. And they just fucking go for it. Yeah. You know? um, but you know, like we were speaking about this before, like not everyone is a number one, are they like, which is fine, isn't
1: it? Exactly. Well, you know, some people have the tendency to want to be an entrepreneur. Some people just straight up ones, Yeah. You know, do whatever it takes to be that, you know, go that, go that way.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, for those that don't know what I, we're talking about by number one. So essentially, um, Number one's top dog, like a Mark Zuckerberg, Um, you know, or, you know, lesser levels of that. Whereas, you know, being a number two, number three is like, you know, the right-hand man, the left-hand man, and, you know, just the support team, which, dude, there's nothing wrong with being a number two, hey, like, number 40 at Facebook probably made more money than you and I will ever make, you know? (laughs) So, but I think that's something that's massive at the moment, isn't it? Like, a lot of people think they can be a number one. Have you sort of noticed
1: that? I think this day and age mate with the you know the uh, network marketing pyramid schemes and all this insta bullshit i think if you're i mean honestly all it takes is to be an attractive girl these days and you can claim you're an entrepreneur because you can sell stuff to a lot of followers yeah obviously that's not what we're talking about as a number one but now these days that's what that can like, you know people can claim to be what they are pretty easily
0: yeah dude exactly like it empowers people to um, that maybe aren't number ones, but if they have a semi-decent idea, so much uh, angel money is being thrown around, isn't it? Like so many people get so much investment for an average idea. Uh, you, like you look at you look at Uber or Snapchat, which are brilliant ideas, uh, but there's so many that aren't Uber or Snapchat and are making uh, are losing money, similar to Uber and Snapchat, and simply because the people aren't number ones. They're not really out there. They're not go-getters. Yeah. You know, which I found. I've spoken to a lot of people that aren't number ones, and you know, fair like they they don't understand that though. But I think it's a thing of like you've got to learn. So I I mean, they're having a crack, so fair play to them.
1: I think a lot of people would like to be, and then if they realize how hard or how much work it's going to be, because I know when I'm struggling or when I'm like at to the point like fuck this, I just work for someone because it's hard. Then I sort of realize this is why not many people do it. This is why only the one percent do it. Like it's fucking it's hard work. You're on your own. You got to make all the shots yourself. You know you're the shot callers. You know a lot of people. When I'm struggling, like I realize this is why not many people do it. It is that one percent that realize like you got to be a number one to do it because you have to do all that shitty grinding work where you're. It's all on you. All the pressure's on you. No one's doing it for you. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's a lot harder than most people would think.
0: Yeah. Would you consider yourself a number one?
1: Mate, look, I, I think I would be because I, I prepare, I give up, go, I know you do as well, I give up going out with friends, I give up just going out for coffees because i got to get a lot of stuff done, mm. all those little things that people just can't live without, mm. I go without that stuff to potentially be successful and potentially get nothing out of it, but I'm happy to do that. Um, whether it works out or not, if that means you're number one or not, I don't know. But I think I have the tendencies to be number one for sure. Mm,
0: I think it's a thing where only time will tell.
1: Yeah, and I think it, you can still be a number one and fail. You know, most I'm sure most. Oh, failed ten times before they even made a dollar.
0: Yeah, dude. The fuck, Thomas Edison took 999 attempts until he successfully made the light bulb. You know, like yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think I think to I think for the people that are listening that aren't sure, I think it takes a lot of self self self-awareness and maybe like a an editing session of what your strengths are like i i there's a guy called gary v that i listened to and he said that you know if your strength is the fine details then you're not a number one because you know a leader can't really get bogged down in the finer details that's for him to delegate to him or her to delegate to so i think for people that aren't sure yeah it takes a lot of self-awareness and like a like i said maybe an editing session of yourself
1: yeah, 100%. I think also, like, in my eyes, I can't not end up being successful because I won't stop. Yeah. So, eventually, you know, or if you don't give up, you can't fail, really.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's just, it's not like a, it's it's not an if, it's a when, isn't it? Like, it could be 10 years' time, could be 15, 20 years' time, but it's it's a when, not an if.
1: Obviously, Obviously, being smart about it, too, you can't just go, because you know it's a lot. Obviously, each time you do it, it's going to cost you money and your time. Mm. Got to be smart. But if you, you know, if you're smart and you manage and you plan everything, I mean, you know, I don't, I don't start the day until I've written every single thing that I'm going to do that day, that day down on paper. Yeah. I got to get it onto the paper, out of my head, know what I'm doing. I plan my day to every half an hour. Yeah. Right. It does my head in, but I have to because that's how I accomplish my goals.
0: Yeah. That's that's incredible. That's like that's some serious planning down to fine details, isn't
1: it? Yeah, I mean, I wish I didn't have to, to be honest, but mm. mentally I have to.
0: Right. So let, let's let's get into that actually, because I'm a massive fan of writing lists down. But I think we might write it a bit differently. So tell me about yours. How do you how do you figure out what the what you what you're writing down?
1: So I'll go on from obviously just from when I get up. Unfortunately, I have to be really detailed, so I'll be like, uh um, Breaky, clean teeth, get dressed. That and then like all those extra stuff, shower and whatever. That'll be the half an hour. I plan the next one will be even the you know, drive to work, prep for work, pack bag, whatever. And then I'll do that for the whole day. But then I'll have just another list saying things to do in spare time or goals overall. I will put the goals overall in the half an hour gaps. But then if I can't get them done. I'll like reassess them and have them for the next day. If that makes sense that kind of sounds complicated but
0: yeah no I get you I get you that''s that's, that's incredible like that's such fine detail. That's really impressive. So um, I hate to harp on the same guy but Gary V actually hired someone so that they could plan his so that he could get them to plan his day out to into five minute blocks. He, yeah. you know, he's he's subcontracted that to someone else so that he gets the most out of his day. That's you know, that's yeah, oh, yeah. pretty incredible. So how how long have you been doing that for?
1: Uh stringently probably a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I've had ever since I was about sixteen, I've written my like life goals and like big goals, and mm-hmm. then you've broken them down to two years, one year, six month, three months, mm-hmm. one month, week.
0: So since you started doing that, have you noticed? That you've gone, that you've moved towards your goals, or what well, have you noticed?
1: I didn't feel like I had. And then just like two weeks ago, my mentor actually said, I was feeling like I was frustrated, you know, I was stressed. He goes, What have you accomplished? And I said, Oh, well, fuck, like nothing. And he said, You're an idiot. Write what you have. Like, have a think about it. Write what you've actually accomplished down. And mate, I wrote down like 30 things. And of the 60 things I've wanted to, oh, that's no, about, about 150 of the things I've wanted to accomplish, I've accomplished 30 of them. Which is huge. Dude. Yeah, that's, if that's if impressive. Like 30 is actually big. And if I hadn't wrote them down, I'd probably accomplish like two or five, maybe.
0: Yeah, right. Okay.
1: It was kind of like a take a seat and just realized what I did do.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. So, I mean, I'm probably similar in that I don't start my day until I've written something down. But mine's a lot different. So, I like to make it really simple. But obviously... um. means a lot so for example today I'll just read my list out so number one social so I'm going to get my social social media stuff ready for today and into tomorrow morning Um, so I prep that as soon as I get up and then number two on my power list is meeting so for me to move forward with my business and essentially my life I had a meeting today with my co-investors and we just you know spun the shit about, you know, investor money and next plans and contingency plans and everything. Knock that off. Um, number three was Zach S, which is the employee, which could be massive for my business if it pans out. Um, yeah. So obviously, I can't move forward without that. And then number four is this, you know, sitting down and having a chat and basically just brainstorming, which I really enjoy. Yeah, I so, think
1: yours is more applicable and suitable. Mine does my head in. Yeah, yeah like yours is the way to do it if I was to recommend it to anyone else you know you're not gonna get bogged down in it I can get bogged down in it and then down if I don't accomplish those every like little thing Mm. whereas yours is just like get it done straight up sort of thing
0: yeah yeah I mean like I do put a lot of thought into mine as well as like obviously you do as well but I put a lot of thought into mine in that like if I don't accomplish those four things then I haven't taken a step forward in life in general and like in my business. Um, So essentially, I sort of got the philosophy off um, the MFC, a podcast I listen to. Um, It's called Win the Day. And essentially, this guy started a supplement business and was sort of spinning his wheels for seven years. And then he started doing this, um, the power list each day and visualizing and doing a few different things. And he noticed like pretty quickly, actually, that they went from, two stores to 15 stores and then online and like just blew up simply because he was checking this off each day. So I think it's a really powerful tool that a lot of people can implement. Hey,
1: Oh, hundred no, percent. I couldn't recommend it anymore. I mean, there was a study, you know, I don't know how true it is, but in Harvard, they got people to write down their goals. I think it was like 13% wrote down their goals mm. um, of that, like 10 or 5% uh, wrote down like how to achieve those goals And three percent broke them up into like weekly, monthly, and yearly, Mm. and of those, I think thirteen percent they earned double what the other eighty-seven percent earned, and then something like triple after that. And then the people that actually put like a plan each day, they're on like four times the amount of money as opposed to the other eighty-seven percent. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's that could be made up. Could be an anomaly, but I like. (laughs) Yeah, I, I like to tell myself it's chill and. Oh, absolutely.
0: Good. Yeah. I mean, the evidence is out there, even if it's not. I mean. Yeah, even
1: that specific one's not true it's Like, there's plenty of stuff out there. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like, I mean, you can't. Pro- you probably couldn't find me someone that's successful that hasn't taken a step each day. You know, they haven't just happened upon it.
1: Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people. I think the worst thing is. Even if you do that stuff, maybe for an entrepreneur, it's actually taking that massive step to, like, quit your job or put it all in. Mm. I for me, it was – I just worked out that I've saved up all my money and I've just actually thrown it into it right now.
0: Mm.
1: good thing is I'm not even scared. Like, I'm, I'm prepared to – I feel like I've done everything I can. So, if, I, if mm. it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I won't have any regrets about it. But I think it took me a long time to realize that it was that time to do it. Mm. Whereas not many people, you know, maybe if you're not a one, you might not have the, you know, the ball to do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Righto, so let's talk about on that transitioning from working to your own business. So do you want to tell people your current situation, Dan? Well, I think
1: I'm blessed, because, well, not blessed, but my situation is I'm working for someone as a PT right now, like under their management, and I come home, I do about 20 hours for them just to get me by, and then I put all my other time in the rest of the day into my fitness science business. I'll so, just
0: grab, grab you right there. That's 20 hours in a week? 20 hours in a week, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool.
1: And then so I do all the rest of it. I probably do another six hours on top of that um, each day for my fitness science business. But I put all my money that I that I save, which is not much because i got to pay rent, food, whatever, and living in Sydney. I've got to put all the money I save back into the fitness science business. So I'm kind of just working right now to... Invest back into my own business, but it's. I'm lucky that until fitness science takes off, I can use it as a side project, Mm. sort of like a safety net.
0: Yeah, it's like a
1: which I don't actually at the same time,
0: but yeah, it's like priority number one, but it's just
1: off to the side for now. Exactly, yeah, that's brilliant. I think that's such a smart way to go about it. Like, I just don't think I'm in the position right now to be like pause to the wall with fitness science because if it doesn't kick off straight away. I'll I'll have to move back. back Yeah, no, fuck that. Um,
0: So yeah, I mean, like on that, I think so many people like waste a a bit of time during work nine to five. So I think it's definitely possible to work on your business even a little bit at work. But like nine to five really isn't a lot of hours for someone who's trying to start their own business. Like there's definitely four hours, four plus, four hours plus to work on your business outside those nine to five
1: hours, isn't it? Oh, exactly. I'm I'm lucky because... My PT hours are five thirty till about twelve, so then I get home well rested, eaten, and everything at one, and then I can just work on fitness science from one onwards till I go to bed. So I'm lucky in that aspect. But in, in that, if you're working nine to five, just get up earlier and work three hours before work and three hours after.
0: Yeah, dude. I um, oh, so I actually wrote a piece on this about people not having time. Go check it out at blog.bamboo.growth.com.au, and basically. Uh, I did a, f- a little article on basically, yeah, people saying they don't have time. It was like, well, you know, get up early, prioritize a bit. You know, like if it's, if something matters to you, you're gonna make time for it, aren't you? Oh, like,
1: like I'm up uh, at four thirty, like same as you. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it it shits me when people say they don't have time because it just means that
1: it's not a priority. It's not a priority, hundred percent. Yeah, their, their wire's not strong enough, really.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, go back to the old et a video on YouTube what's your why and I mean I think that a lot of people's why will be to enjoy the weekend which I think if your
1: why is to enjoy the weekend maybe you aren't a number one. Oh god no mate there's no <laughs> no chance at all but we, we do that with um, at work we do that we find out people's why's and the people that come in and lose 30 kilos in 10 weeks is because their why's so strong they get out of bed to train they eat well all day they probably even train at the end of the day as well after work and the people that just come in because they have a bit of cash to, like you know, throw around, they will stay the same for the next two years. They don't lose any weight. They're just there because they think they should exercise, which they should. But it's not like their is not strong enough.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think like say someone that's losing thirty kilos in ten weeks, it's like they're probably at risk of something bad going wrong with their heart compared to someone who's, you know, in okay shape. They're they're probably their motivation is you know perhaps a six pack by summer. I think that's as. You know, Heart problems is definitely a stronger why, isn't it? Yeah,
1: spot on. And that person, you know, it probably eats them up inside too. They hate their figure, which is yeah. but it's a good enough motivator. Yeah, and absolutely. Like I've got a client, he's lost 20 kilos in nine weeks and he loves oh, it. He's just done a like, full one, uh, 180. No, yeah, 180, just loves it. <laughs> just making sure it wasn't a threesome.
0: <laughs> no, good maths. Yeah, that's awesome. So I think, yeah. So having your why is a massive factor in you know getting your business off the ground and transitioning from working a 9 to 5 job for someone else to your own thing isn't it
1: exactly well I come home buggered because I am up at 4.30 like I'm wrecked but I'll keep going till 10pm you know what I mean mm. like, absolutely long enough I'd sleep I'd just go I'd have a nap take it easy go to the beach
0: yeah you're definitely in the, yeah. in the spot to really just relax aren't you yeah, exactly. Not, out down in Warringah yeah <laughs> no, you right. know dude I think we might wrap up for now. So is there anything you want to tell people before we leave? What's your social media handles?
1: Uh, Fitness Science Australia on Instagram and just Fitness Science on Facebook. A couple of big things coming, just about to really launch. So plenty of content on its way. I suggest you check it out.
0: Cool. Beautiful. And for everyone who's listening, my social media handles, bamboogrowth.com.au, Instagram's bamboo.growth and bamboogrowth on Facebook. So thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next week with some more goods. Until then, cheers.